In a world, four friends, one mission, to bring freedom to everyone involved. Dude, what the fuck are you doing? Doing a thing for the podcast. Dude, just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. Warm bag to smash assholes. Warm bag to smash assholes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Holy shit, are we live? Oh my gosh. Hit it. Uh, whiskey good. There we go. Hey. That's what I'm talking about. Round two. Ladies Fight. and gentlemen, we're coming at to you, uh, not even close to live from the Warfighter Tobacco Studios. For the second time today. For the second time today, and but beautiful. you won't know about the first time, so just forget it. Uh, in beautiful San Antonio, Texas. And this is the Freedom Friends... And we're going to do this again. I'm going to do some more uh, flirting. You ready? <laughs> Dang. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> to my right is the debonair. I'll take that. Uh, sex machine. Eh. Dang. Because who needs a six pack when you can have a keg? That's Am right. I right? At least a party ball. That's right. <laughs> Always on my right and is really good with a squeezer, Scott Jansen. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I heard way. you have good news though about uh, being grandpa. Yes, I uh, I found out uh, we're having a grandson. There you go. Say, there's a lot of dicks in my family. <laughs> yeah. A lot of dicks. Yeah, yeah. And a boy apparently, yeah. which is great. Couple, a couple assholes, but not very many pussies. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. One of these days. I don't know, man. <laughs> the kid's growing up in a new generation. <laughs> oh man. So. And across from me is uh, my boyfriend on Thursdays. Everyone loves Man Love Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John Simons. How are you, buddy? I'm doing phenomenal. Great. Yeah? Great day today. Yeah. It's well, been a pretty solid day. After we're, we're, I, how are we going to continue the show without the talent? I know. Uh, we're, you know we're talentless. We're all just yeah, going to have to well, We're all gonna have to put in probably, I don't know, 10% effort to kind of make Ooh. up for the fact that he's not here. Cause, yeah? 10% yeah. total or more? So no, normally, we all just collaboratively need to come up with 10%. I was going to say, normally I put in about 20. So if I tone that down, we're good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seriously. I think that's pretty much what it is. Because I don't know if it's just talent or volume that Mikey just goes on. I Like, it's... Yeah. Nice. He's he's a loud, talented individual. No, he's a great, yeah. great dude. Mikey, we love you. He's one of my best friends, and it's it's. Mikey's it's falling a, out of airplanes. It's always fun when he's around. I think he's on an airplane on his way back. Right I hope now. he's not falling out of that. But one. he was out falling out of airplanes, doing good things for people yet again. Right? That's why he's not yeah. fucking yeah. here. Because he's out making us all look like fucking horrible individuals. I know. It's, I think that's why we keep him around to make us feel better. <laughs> fucking makes me feel worse. He's always like, well, I know, right? like uh, actually, I volunteered yeah. for the paraplegic fire department. We were saving three-legged dogs from. Fucking burning trees while I was helping old lady across the street and then gave her a back massage. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) While playing Santa. Yeah, while playing, (laughs) dressed in a Santa outfit. Like, why can't you just be a drunk, useless fuck like the rest of us? Like, (laughs) god damn it. (laughs) Nobody has time for this. Right? Fuck. Anyways, how was your weekend, man? I know we were all a little bit on the recovery train coming back from the week, but uh, how was y'all's weekend? I took the kids to Star Wars. Uh, That was fun. A little... A little late being a nerd, but we we got caught up. And then uh, I feel like I've said this once before because we're missing also missing our our real producer Rob, <laughs> our real producer so Justin made us start careful. over. Who careful. is also with Mikey? We got to be careful though because our our, pro- our production team now is a microphone, and so I don't know when oh, or shit, how they I can chime in. That. But oh. <laughs> and yeah, oh. <laughs> what are you gonna do? 
lose the audio well, and video he, he also has mute buttons. <laughs> he has mute buttons, yeah, too. Yeah, you're <laughs> muted, buddy. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, so that everybody at home that's playing the home game is aware of what the fuck is going on, we've actually made improvements to the equipment around here. We have. Hooray. Moving on up. So we got a, a new fancy uh, control board for the show, which allows us to actually handle more than four people. But it also has mute buttons on it. Yeah. yeah and now we have great. a producer over there that uh, I think is drunk on his own power because he can hit mute buttons. And, uh, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to record one day, and it's just going to be like, oh, it was a great episode, boys. Uh, sorry, you, everybody was muted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just the producer commentary. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your weekend, buddy? How What did you do? The weekend was good. Um, recovery. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of like uh, adult things, like I had to do laundry, and like that kind of shit. Kind of sucked. Uh, but whoever that's just came up with adulting, shoot that man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That guy and then whoever created money, those yeah, two fuck people that guy should too. fucking. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, but no, last week we were in, we were in Vegas for what, Shot Show. What's your barter system if not money? We'll find out. <laughs> I don't know what do you get. What do you, what, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing what do you after need, the show? What do you need from me? What are you doing after <laughs> the show? And it, does Michelle have to be present? <laughs> it depends <laughs> what you're bartering. <laughs> I like money, but no. Imagine, imagine if there was no it's, money. It was just it's bartering. System. It's a solid system. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but no. Last week we were in Chacho. We were no, in but Vegas. Go ahead, John Lennon, and tell us all about your no money plan. Oh, I don't know. I haven't really thought that much into it. Yeah. You got to love when a multi-millionaire is telling you how they don't need money. Who are you talking about? I was like, John oh. Lennon. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I was like. And I'm a massive Beatles fan. Like, I'm a huge exactly. Beatles fan. I know for a fact that John Simons is has about yeah. $20. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm a huge Beatles fan. But later in life when day. John decided the whole, like, money's just a construct that we don't need to embrace. And it's like, <laughs> fuck off. Right. Like, you have all the money. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? If it, if, it says a man who has everything he's ever wanted to own. Yeah. You yeah. know? Like, like, and you're so famous, you don't need money because you can just ask for it. Because everything's just free fucking anyways. Yeah. You you held a protest by living in a luxury suite at the top of a hotel for a month. Like, it, you can eat a I dick. I protest, protest my ass off. Oh, yeah. Fucking wow. hell. <laughs> I'm just going to lay here and protest for peace. I'm sure you and Yoko were sharing fucking dick spit, and it's great. But the rest of us <laughs> wow. have to work. All right. So yeah, back to yeah. Uh, so shot, we were at Shot Show last Chacho. week. We all Vegas. were at Shot Show last week. In we Vegas. all were, yeah. including Mikey, who's not present with us. Um, which was a pretty damn good time. Um, I just want to preface that the Freedom Friends were not at Shot Show. It's just all of the members of the Freedom yeah. Friends uh, were at Shot Show at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, we, it was a really good time. Uh, networked, met a lot of really cool people. Um. And then uh, I know we got back on Friday. I think uh, Mikey I came back did the Thursday. same. Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so far, so good. None of us sitting here at this table caught the shot show crud. Or the coronavirus. Or, yeah. I got limes ready for you that one. You know what one, gets though. rid of coronavirus? I have limes ready. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, you know what gets rid of it? It's good bourbon. Yeah, yeah. no shit. Speaking okay. of good bourbon. So before we're we talk gonna, more about shot show. pause on everything yeah. else. Holy uh, fuck. What are we drinking tonight? So what are we drinking tonight? So we're going to preface what are we drinking tonight by saying uh, our buddy Chris Freeman. Yes. Uh, Chris Freeman. Who is a, an avid listener of the show. He's been supporting the show since we first got started and stuff like that. And he's very active on our comments and all that kind of stuff. Um, hot damn, son. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> Chris came through. Chris came yeah. through. Chris came through. He's like, hey, uh, did you guys ever he, try this? Yeah. Himself. No, I've never heard of it. So Chris yeah. Freeman, a, a friend of the show, has has given us a bottle of bourbon called Kentucky Owl. Yeah. And I believe it is from the Confiscated Distillery. You should read the back no. of that real quick. Here we go. Hold on. It tells a little, a little history. Let's, let's read a little bit bottle. here. So, so this is bottled in Bardstown, Kentucky by Kentucky Owl LLC. This apparently was confiscated in 1916. So in 1916, just before Prohibition, my family's entire whiskey, not my family, the Kentucky Owl family, <laughs> my family's entire whiskey inventory was seized by the federal government never to be seen again. Your family's might have been too. I, yeah, that's fucking true. Confiscated Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey is a tribute to the vanished barrels of bourbon and to opportunities lost. And uh, so it is in, from Bardstown, Kentucky. It's apparently a very small brand based on the information that you guys were able to find. Yeah. Chris, if you have more information on these guys, by all means, send it to us. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal. Holy hell. It's different than anything. When I, when yeah, I first I've had a lot it, of bourbon, but this I is... When first smelled it, I'm like, oh, it smells a little Jack Daniels-y. It's not at all what it tastes no. like. no. It has some black pepper taste, which I've never gotten off of a whiskey bourbon ever. Yep. Yeah, it's and, incredibly uh, unique. But not overpowering black no. pepper. No, Just, it's quite uh, enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. It's like weird. Yep. I mean, good. Yeah. And it's definitely not that I'm confusing smoke for pepper. No, 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 no. It's, no. it's pepper. It's black pepper. Yeah, yeah. straight like pepper like, shaker. Yep. Yeah. Um, Except I don't have to sneeze. But it's, <laughs> it is outstanding. So, Chris, when, uh, when you hear this episode, man... Thank you. Yeah. yeah. A huge, huge thank you. Um, yeah. Because it's great. And it's not like it's great because it's on the high grab or anything like that. It's a 48.2%. Per, 48. So that puts it solidly in at the It is. Uh, uh, so I did a little homework. 96 proof? Did a little homework on the brand on uh, like where you can get it and, and stuff like that. And uh, it's uh, definitely not a low-end bourbon. I had never heard of it before. Um, and, uh, but yeah. It's definitely not. This yeah, bottle, Chris is spoiling us. This bottle runs uh, I don't, you anywhere. You need to shout the guy out. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, but they make some other ones, let, too, let that him are stay crazy modest. expensive. If you want to know uh, how awesome Chris is, uh, go look up Kentucky <laughs> Al Bourbon. Yeah. yeah. And this is this is the uh, their standard bottle. And that, go look it up. That and leads us up. to uh, – so we tried the bourbon before we selected our cigars tonight. We did. So we that did. leads us into what are we smoking tonight. And we actually have a spread tonight. Yeah. Specifically well, – We have a plan. We have a plan. <laughs> so we uh, we actually picked these cigars specifically to try with this bourbon, so we could kind of report back what. So being that it had what some went well pepper, with it. we didn't want to use the Corojo that has pepper. Yeah, uh, a Rosado starts out the seven sixty Garrison starts with a little pepper a little also. Um, so we kind of stayed away from those. So we, we because it has more of a bold peppery taste, we wanted to do our lighter cigars. So we we chose the Field Line. Uh, I went with the fifty Field Maduro. Uh, and it's great. Uh, it's uh, flavors I have never had out of this cigar yeah. paired with the pepper. Uh, it, uh, you know, it complements each other well. So, so I went with the uh, seven six two field, and uh, I have to say it has really opened up this cigar. Not that it was a bad cigar before, but this time around, I'm getting uh, with that pepper and everything, and then there is that corn sweetness that's in the whiskey too. It's giving me a lot more kind of like a hay and cedar flavor out yeah. of this um, that I haven't gotten before. And then there's still all the notes of the original cigar. Yeah. But it's definitely bringing out a far more of those um, I, kind of salty flavors that yeah. uh, that exist out there. And uh, I man, it's something just really super weird. Well. I mean, it's great. It's delicious. But I've never experienced this before. With, so I'm smoking a 556 Field Connecticut. This is going to be our lightest cigar. Um, 
I normally don't get a sweetness out of the cigar, and I normally don't get. I'm getting an apricot out of this, and I've never really? gotten an apricot out serious? of this cigar before. Damn, I was going to go Connecticut too. Out of the whiskey bitch. from smoking this, I don't get a lot of the pepper out of the whiskey. I get more of a sweetness out of it now. Oh, is it highlighting the corn and it everything is. in it? Wow, and it's just very. Uh, I've been trying to figure it out the whole time we've been talking. But See, that just goes unique. to show, though, that uh, if you have I'm getting a hint of raisin out of this one, if you have high quality like a product, what's the raisin? Raisinette? It's a little. <laughs> no I, kidding. I, I, I thought the raisinette was a girl. No, I raisinette. think they're actually chocolate covered raisins chocolate or covered something. Raisins. But <laughs> it's fruit posing as a candy. <laughs> uh, it just goes to show though that if you're if you're dealing with high quality products, things that actually have complexity of flavor and are put together for a reason, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot in there that you can experience stuff like that. So, Chris, uh, fucking outstanding yeah. bourbon, man, and uh, uh, we find. really good we find. really appreciate it. Good find. Uh, we really really appreciate it. You're spoiling us up here at the show, and uh, we can't thank you enough for being a freedom friend out there in listener land and. Uh, yeah. Letting us partake in this. So uh, I believe he said he found this because uh, he had a bottle of it for his graduation. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, decided he wanted to share that experience with us. Exactly. So, uh, Chris, seriously, uh, that is a classy fucking move, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. We it appreciate really is. it. We appreciate it. It's much better than the proper 12 I had lined up for tonight to talk shit about. Yeah, I think this is uh, uh, about that one. Well, he won, but. Well, yeah, but Boring but as fuck. That doesn't mean his whiskey's any better. Uh, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So that brings us uh, actually conveniently back to Shot Show because there was actually a pretty funny interaction that happened at Shot Show. Uh, yeah. So Connor was there. Oh yeah. Uh, he was actually at the Palms on uh, Wednesday night. A- at your party? After the party, oh. he was down at the Unknown Bar in the Palms. Okay. Hanging out. No, sorry. Tuesday night. Tuesday night he was oh. at the oh, okay. the Palms Unknown Bar. So it was after the Burbas event. Okay. And uh, Tim, who we all know, was there in his suit. Tim. Jensen. Okay. Was there in a suit, tie, the whole nine yards. Yeah. And so was Connor. Oh. And everybody hammered enough in Vegas was walking up to Tim going. That's so funny. Hey, I was going to say, the fight. Totally you did a great job. Da, 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 da. Did they even look alike? They don't fucking look uh, alike. It's the beard. With Once the, you grow enough, that beard. With enough booze in you, yeah. I can totally it's see It's because that. Connor's grown out that. He's, he's, grown got, out the, he's got a good one now. He's, got the, he's grown out the veteran beard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tim's beard's outstanding. No, it is. Tim, yeah. you're a sexy man. But. <laughs> but we're talking, we're talking Vegas drinking and that oh so consistent Vegas lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. so everybody. That's funny. But because people knew that Connor was there, uh, they just assumed. and they had seen Connor floating around. I think it was probably was hey, there's dapper. another bearded guy in a suit, and they Tim were just like dapper. fucking beelining that's for him funny. and uh, con- congratulating him on the fucking fight. And uh, he was like, that's do, great. I, do I sound Irish to you? Like does any of this? And he was like, I was like. Dude, I know how much you had to drink on Tuesday. I know, right? <laughs> you, you and been Connor Irish. might have sounded the same. <laughs> sounded like... similar. Yeah. <laughs> so Tuesday night at Shot Show, we went to. I think all of us went to Burbiz. Yeah. We were all at Burbiz. Burbiz yeah, yeah, yeah. is a uh, great event. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, well, everybody. Was I, there. I used awesome. to. I used to say it's a veteran networking event, uh, but what I realized what it was is you don't have to be a veteran to go there. Um, it's, it's, a, yeah, it's a business. It's a business yeah. networking event focused on patriots. It's just some it of those patriots wore a uniform and some of them didn't. Exactly. But other than that, 
That is a that but, is a uh, business networking event for Patriots. Yeah, but we met some awesome people there. Awesome connections. Um, guys doing everything from you know full blown you know giant companies doing massive manufacturing feats to uh, a couple guys we met out of California that just started a nonprofit to clean up beaches. Yeah. Those are good dudes. Yeah, no, they're great I met those guys, dudes. dude. Yeah, yeah, they were good <laughs> dudes. They emailed me. Yeah, nice. Did they? They're good yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, um, well, there was like a watchmaker there, and there yeah, was a uh, box maker. Yep, box maker. Did you see that? What what that box did? Yeah, we drank them all. Yeah, we got one of those boxes. Yeah, we did. So uh, they have the what, big one though that boxes, holds a full bottle and two shot. You know what they can also hold? What those boxes could hold in the future cigars. Nice. Yeah, Good job, guys. So, but that's what these events are for. Yeah, that's yeah. what you it know, is. Just looking at opportunities. I, we would have never have met this dude like yeah. if we didn't go to Burbis. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then we saw a rap battle between a fat man and a porn star, which <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> didn't that's all I'm going to say about you know what? that. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to narrate this just a little bit. <laughs> I think the porn star went into this thinking these are all dudes. I got this. I have this in the bag. What yeah. they forgot, though. I'm a porn star and have fake tits. military dudes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. In some extent, we're all gay. Yeah. Jack, Jack Destroyer. So when he came out job, with, Vel- with Velvet Lame and Sharpie on his stomach yeah. with no shirt on. It's like, uh, well, first, he came out in the USA fucking robe. boxing robe. Yeah. He came out in the fucking Apollo Creed yeah, robe, yeah. which was impressive. But I uh, think his stage presence won him the battle. The, uh, the candy cane comment <laughs> is what got my vote, was the candy cane line. Oh, what was that line? Uh, I don't remember. So he made fun of the fake tits. Which, well, yeah, it's easy. That's low hanging fruit, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> and then, uh, but then he said a line about, um, uh, I think he said something like, I'm going to fuck you faster than a candy cane. (laughs) Because right around Christmas on her Snapchat, she put out a video of herself fucking like a one-inch diameter giant novelty candy cane. Really? Yeah. Which, of course, they ended up pulling down and had to go some, like, pay me to see me naked site. Like, (laughs) and, uh, which I'm like, isn't that what Snapchat's for? Like, I don't. I don't use Snapchat. Like, I'm sorry, but. Unless you're really famous or super hot, I'm not paying to see you naked. There's too much free Unless porn out there. Unless you're super hot. So who do you pay to see naked? But why? Who would I pay to see naked? No, who do you? Who do I pay well, to see naked? Unless you're well, super hot. Well, I'm married. Hot. Yeah. So he pays Caitlin. You just <laughs> said, unless you're super hot, I don't pay to see you naked. My question yeah. was, who Who's do you hot pay? enough for me to pay yeah. to see naked? John Simons. Of, yeah, John Simons. <laughs> I'd pay John Simon's team. Well, you can start a Patreon account because you might be able to fucking right. give you a dollar. Give you one dollar. I'll give you a dollar. You can fucking if you know, give we, you a dollar. Warfighter can expand just off of jazz alone. It's true. I know. It's true. Only to, on Thursdays. You don't need to offer him ownership. You just <laughs> show like, him your, one dollar a month. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm paying by the inch. One Robusto. <laughs> Fuck, I should be paying you then. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh,. But yeah, so uh, yeah, but, but Jack won handedly. I think it was because <laughs> Jack handedly. Jack, Jack won handedly. Yeah. <laughs> Jack one handedly beat it. <laughs> yes. Oh Jesus Jack, Christ! Jack one handedly beat her, and that'll yeah. cost you two dollars. That'll <laughs> cost you two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking outstanding. <laughs> My but dog just low crawled there. outside the building. She yeah. Uh, she did. Irish She's like, divide. "Fuck you! I'm out." out. <laughs> she pulled a Mikey. <laughs> but no, Burbis was solid. It was a good networking event. Um, She's not going far. It's fine. And She'll that one was over at uh, Mandalay, right? Isn't that where? Uh, yeah, that yeah, was where was that uh, 
Yeah. Yep. Which the, uh, is an obscenely uh, large hotel. No, is that a? Uh, no, is that the House of Blues? House of Blues. House of Blues. That's right. You know now in uh, in a House of Blues to talk about the House of Blues. So there's a House of Blues in Boston, and I've been to a couple concert uh, concerts there, and they're amazing. They're phenomenal because it's a in a scale of a venue, it's a, v- a much smaller venue. You know, you only fit four or five thousand people in it. And it's awesome. Yeah, except for the one we were at. That you the House of four Blues, or five people in. You can literally fit 150 people in the one at Mandalay Bay. Yeah, they still have big names that play there. Yeah, that they is do. the fucking premier concert venue. If somebody's gonna play there and you want to see somebody, fucking go. Really? Like, imagine sitting in there and watching some big name band. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a big place, so it'd be awesome. It would be amazing. Yeah. Um, well, you that's, at, did you look up and see all the ceiling tiles? Yeah, people, with all the people all the they've had. Yeah, yep. The ceiling tiles are cool as shit. That's where... Um, um, I fucking never mind. I lost it. All right. Awesome story. Good talk. Yep. yep. There's a really cool uh, old er, hair band that TK likes that plays there. Who the fuck? Uh, Steel Panther. Oh, Steel Panther used to Panther. fucking play there. Yeah, that's TK's awesome. like, yeah, we had a table right up front. It was the best concert I've ever been to in my life. I'm like, oh, that'd be amazing. Speaking of Steel Panther, I got a, I got a request for our producer that... Uh, you need to open this with a Steel Panther song. Riff. Oh, my Riff. God. So, well, if you keep uh, it under 10 seconds, yeah. you're all right. Yeah, yeah, keep it under 10 the, seconds. In, in 10 seconds. And accredit them. You can get a lot of material out of them. Yeah. yeah. 10 seconds. They have a love ballad that is amazing. Yes. <laughs> they also have a spandex collection that is just as impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and only one dude has long hair. The rest of them wear wigs. Yep. True. They're bald. <laughs> so, but uh, actually, a friend I've met uh, through Burbiz. This is my second Burbiz, and I finally yeah. got to meet him. I met him, digitally met him at the first Burbiz I went to. Second Burbiz, I got to physically meet him. There's a guy there named John Hancock. Uh, was that the digital name. meeting? Did you have to pay for that? No, that was that was a different meeting, and it cost me a dollar. Okay, yeah, with the name of John Hancock. Like. I don't, I don't, I don't go above a dollar. That's, that's all I'm in for. So, no, his name's John Hancock, and he's um, he's the leader of the Bastard, the Bastards Road Project. This is the dude that literally ruck marched across the United oh, States for yeah. uh, 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 PTSD awareness and all that kind of stuff. So he literally, and I was like, "Fuck, that'll get you somebody's attention." Yeah, yeah. if I had to do that, I would let just, me ruck across the United States. Yo, right, just, Jesus. And uh, so anyways, <laughs> they made a they've made a documentary film about it, and uh, he was at. Burb is. I finally got to meet him face to face. We'd been we'd had some phone calls and stuff like that. And uh, he's a great guy. But he was his film was at this first film festival while he was at Burbiz, the documentary that oh, he's nice. uh, uh, going to. And they had gotten twin acceptance at Sundance, so they got Sundance and Slamdance, which are one is like Sundance. Sundance is where all the buyers go for like major motion picture all distribution right. from the indie scene. And then Slam Dance is where you see those like limited release stuff uh, and like the art kind of film, and they got accepted to both. Nice, nice. Um, so the first film festival was in, they won. It was the thirty fifth year of that film festival, and he, they got it for best documentary. And now the first reviews from Sundance are coming out about his film, and it's looking incredibly positive. Uh, but it's it's literally a feature length documentary dedicated to uh, the efforts that we need to put forward to help our veterans and stuff like that. And it looks like this thing is probably going to go full distro. Nice. Which is, uh, it's kind of amazing that uh, this guy that just kind of, and he like runs a bar out in California. Like, it's not like he's in the industry. Yeah. Like, he's just, just. Just doing his own thing. Yeah, and he's a prime marine and all that kind of stuff, but he just kind of decided he wanted to throw himself into this. And 
uh, did the ruck and all that kind of stuff. And now he's got a program where um, they've got the, uh oh. Oh jeez. We got Mikey. Oh jeez. Mikey's calling in. Yay. Hi, honey. Hold for talent. Hi, honey. How are you? Sounds like Mikey got the shot show crud. Yeah, it sounds like he's got the shot show crud, huh? So uh, you're live on the air, Mikey. We were actually just sitting here talking about our mutual friend over at the Bastards Road Project. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Uh, Sean Hancock. See? Told you. I'm not making this shit up. But, uh, so he's a great dude. But, uh, yeah, we figured we saw the fo- phone call coming in. We figured we'd uh, take it and tell you that uh, the... Uh, the fine-looking lady that we have taking your seat is doing a far better job than you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, you on your way back? Yeah. Well, sounds like he's got a dick in his mouth. Yeah. Are so, you actually flying the plane right now? Yeah, with his mouth. Yeah, so... I All right, well, just <laughs> you go figure out uh, how to remove that mumble, and uh, we'll see you when you get back, buddy. <laughs> Look at the iPhones. Look at the iPhones. Yeah, iPhone has a clear signal, just so you know. <laughs> Mikey's still stuck in a Nokia flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. I got nothing on yeah, that. I have I no idea what he just said. He's saying. So, uh, All right, love you, buddy. We'll see you when you get back. He just hung up. He's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I couldn't hear anything. No. Sorry about that. So, uh, but the Bastard Road Project looks like it's doing really, really good. And uh, what they've expanded that into is now there is um, through marches that you can uh, go do. It's small team. It's like six guys. And uh, the whole march is 300 miles, but I think you can do it in like 60 to 75 mile legs and go do oh. it. And it's uh, done over a couple of days. That'd be really awesome for somebody that's guys like super and, uh, motivated to ruck march you know, to do. do. Right. I could do 60 miles if it was over a couple of days. Yeah, it's over a couple of days, and but the whole point of it is how many is that couple of days? Three. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty miles a day. Yeah, that's not bad. I don't have to Dude, carry tw- a fucking twelve miles load. in three hours was the standard. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. When's the last time you did that? I can still walk. <laughs> <laughs> I can still walk. But uh, the whole point of it is that keeping it in small groups. Yeah. Uh, you can't fade into the background. Like you yeah. kind of have to be there, and you have to talk, yeah. and you have to deal right, with right. it. You're, you're an active participant. Um, you, you have you to actively participate. Be so it's pretty, do, it's pretty cool. To do the, the smaller legs now than it was in the army. Oh, because I can wear like civilian shoes or civilian boots. Tommy John underwear. <laughs> Fair point. Fair I, point. I did not have that when I did any road marches, and goddamn it, they are great. Tommy John, give us money. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, it was great to actually meet him in person and stuff like that. I actually talked to him. He's going to come to San Antonio. I think in March. Nice. So great dude. Great, great dude. Worked on a couple sponsors while we were at Shot Show. I heard. Not gonna let the cat out of the bag though. No, I don't think you should because Oh, I hope that comes through. Oh, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, the names you threw out, that would be yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Speaking of which, Traeger, give us money. <laughs> you know what, Traeger, you don't even have to give us money. You just you fucking make my stakes and they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know all what? I need don't even give us money. Traeger, just keep doing awesome yeah. Yeah. things. Maybe just, some pellets. Just keep keep being you. You just keep being you. Maybe <laughs> maybe thank us for shouting you out so much. Yeah. On your couple, couple on your social media. There. Just <laughs> hook a brother up. We need we need whiskey flavored pellets. Yeah. Oh. Or tobacco flavored pellets. Oh. Oh, I'll work man. on that with you guys. 
Warfighter tobacco-flavored oh, pellets. Oh, Son of a bitch. Oh. Oh. Oh, you're fucking hey, my life up hey, right Imagine now. a fucking tobacco. Uh, Justin, you need to redact. Tobacco-infused steak brisket. Yeah, you like, about to just fucking gave away a whole bunch of money. of fucking. Oh, my God. That's all just going to be a big beep. <laughs> beep. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> so, uh. Just insert, instead of tobacco, insert dick. Dick-flavored pellet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. So, while you were in Vegas, did you guys, uh. Well, let's talk about the next day. So next day, was. so I actually, since we are a cigar-friendly show, I actually spent both Tuesday and Wednesday daytime at Casa Fuente. Nice. Nice. And nice. sat in there. And it's a great one. It's Did a great you, bar. You didn't go to the Davidoff Circle one? You should have. I should have told I, you to. That's I didn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't. That's a pretty fun one. Yeah, it's we, fun. We, Don't we get me wrong. It's week. really yeah. good. But um, I, mean, I went Davidoff, to Casa so. Fuente. That's the thing. It's a Davidoff yeah. Circle, so it's going to be great. Um, now, I went to Casa Fuente. It's been a couple years since I've been able to go there. Yeah. Um, just because the last time I was there was the last IPCPR that I was right. at, which is now the, the first time PCA we went there was with our buddy Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. it's a great bar, not huge. Not huge. I think that's what I like about it is that it's it's nice and small, and um, it is as big as Vegas is. Not a lot of people know about it, right? Yeah. It, well, it's yeah. tucked away in that corner. Like yeah. it's just kind of it's nice to go in there because you can escape Vegas inside there, which right. I, I think is my favorite part about it. But uh, my timing was perfect. They had just gotten in the first shipment in over a year of the uh, Casa Fuente Corona. Nice. They hadn't had them in like over a year, and they just gotten five boxes. So I was like, ha ha, nice. victory is mine. <laughs> so uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I hung out in there. I took a couple friends that had never been, had them smoke a cigar with me and stuff like that. I actually took Mikey there, one of them. Nice. Nice. Let him try it out. And uh, so I hung out in there for a couple hours. And then, uh, so that was Tuesday and Wednesday. And then Wednesday night uh, was. The party. Now, before the party, I did go have a dinner. Yeah? Yeah? Where'd you eat? I ate at Scotch 80 Prime. That sounds fancy sounds as good. fuck. There I was like Scotch and I like Prime. Are you ready for this? I'm not sure about the 80. but <laughs> The whiskey menu they handed oh, me. Oh, yeah, you told me this. Had 600 whiskeys on it. Oh, gee, I would never get out of there. Where do I you want, fucking can start? You, I, I, I would have walked <laughs> and be like, can I have a sampler flight, please? Yeah. By the way, <laughs> how many, sir? They did know, those. 40. Yeah. They did those. Can you pick how and many? And they were customizing. <gasps> you could customize them. Dude, it so would they take had me two hours ones. just to pick. What, they do had, had, what do you get, like a, a half of a... It's a three-quarter ounce pour. Okay. What, uh, how many can you pick, That's though? still going to be expensive. Four in the flight. <laughs> okay. Well, it depended, right? So, like... Yeah, it could be 20 bucks. It could be 400. You don't know. <laughs> right. So, because <laughs> they had... Well, like, they had a Pappy flight. Yeah. Right? Ooh. But it was $480 ah. to get the flight of Pappy. Do you want to just go buy a bottle? All right. It's, well, first off... All right. This is going to be controversial. <laughs> and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. If your dumbass is paying the amount of money it takes to drink Pappy, you actually don't like bourbon. You just like people to think that you've got a bigger wallet than you actually do. I've had some Pappy. It's not that good. It's decent. It's decent. It's not decent to what they charge. It's not get on a waiting list, give you shit tons of money good. There must be cheaper Pappy, because I've had Pappy that wasn't terribly expensive. It depends on whether or not the market you're in knows what it is. You get it. Because yeah, there's okay. some bars you walk in, and you're like, how much is that Pappy? They're like, oh, it's $7. I'm like, fuck, line it up. I'll take a double, please. Right. right. And there's some bars you walk but in, seriously, like, I'll, t- I'll take a Pappy. They're like, it's going to be thirty eight fifty for a half ounce. And you're like, fuck you. Right. Because <laughs> seriously, if I had to choose between buying a bottle of Pappy 12 at the average cost of $110 a bottle or a bottle of Maker's 46 
Really? I'm I'd buying the Makers, Makers 46. You're shitting me because I'm not a Makers fan. The Makers 46 is better than the Pepsi. Yeah, Makers 46 isn't that bad. I, I can't drink Makers, Mark. No, but no, Makers no, no, 46 no, no. is fucking solid. It's just, it's not that good. They've just done a really good job of hyping it. Yeah. Well, the, and it's 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 the exclusivity. Well, and they have a Pappy cigar that's not all that expensive. And it's it's okay. It's a good it's cigar. It's not a bad stick. Not a great stick. Yeah, it's stick. not worth it. So, they had a $480 Pappy flight. But the more impressive part is that they had McAllen going back. Bartender? They had McAllen going back to 1952. Oh, you're shitting me. I shit you not, sir. Huh. It you're was my amazing. my <laughs> and uh, so it was great. So we went, ordered my steak. So what did you order for the bourbon or the whiskey? Uh, Rassen House bourbon. I've, I've never heard of Rassen. Yeah, it's a it's a kind of an obscure bourbon. Is it one you knew already, or just a new one you tried? It was one I knew of, but had never gone okay. anywhere where a bar could pour it. I'd seen bottles of it, but it was one of those ones like I don't think I want to buy a bottle of this till I've actually tasted right, it. Right. And this was the first bar I was in that um that had it where I could. Uh, I could actually taste it. Nice. So got that, and uh, it wasn't bad. It was like twenty-two for the for yeah. a full cocktail. Um, we may have gotten a little bit of a heavier pour because the guy that was taking care of us turns out he was a huge uh, fan of the company I worked for. So like we all had shirts on, and he was like, "Is that who you work for?" Or, like that we were helps. like, "Yeah, da 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 da." So we might invite. We to the went party to, and, stuff, but, um, and then after yeah. that was. Was the party, but I had to bring up the six hundred whiskey yeah, menu because it was insane. Amazing. It was like fucking leather bound and shit. It was broken out by region. <laughs> I was like, this by is region. insane. <laughs> nice. But there were six hundred dollar pours in that menu. Nice. I'll nothing. take the twelve dollar Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> they did have all the the GMO, <laughs> They had all the JMO uh, special editions. Yeah, the menu, nice. which was pretty cool. So, so after dinner, where'd you go? Uh, I went to the party. Went outside and ran into uh, a couple of other friends, and then I went upstairs to the uh, what is, the party what is at the, the Apex Club. What is the, the party? Grunt style party. The Grunt Style uh, Shot go. Show Party, which is an annual party. Um, we throw it every year. It's a, it's an invite-based party. And uh, we had this year we had it at the Apex Club. Um, it's on the rooftop. Of Fifty. It's a rooftop bar of the Palms. 54th floor, I think, or something like that. So. All the way up. Yeah, seven hundred foot <laughs> seven hundred foot view probably. of Vegas is pretty solid. And yeah. it was probably in the best location for the best view I've ever seen of Vegas. It was solid. That is. If yeah. if you ever have a chance or you're ever in Vegas to you go can check see out. the yeah. you can see the skyline and everything. It yeah. was pretty good. It, all the way around, like three sixty damn near. Yep. It was, yeah. Yeah. Well that patio was phenomenal. Yeah, and uh, it was a pretty good night, man. Because you guys, you guys were both there, so I was able to sit yeah. there on that patio and stare at Vegas and smoke a yeah, warfighter, yeah, warfighter cigar. And it was, yeah. probably, it was, it, it was funny too. So we got there a little early to get setting up, and I was talking to their head of security guy up there, and uh, so I was like, "Okay, look, man." I was like, "We're a bunch of military dudes." He's like, "I know, I know what this party is." I'm like, "Okay, cool." He's, I was like, "What are my left and right limits?" He's like, "We do cigars." He's like, "Oh," he goes, uh, "Don't smoke inside." I'm like, "That's it?" He's like, "Yeah, pretty much." <laughs> okay. So, I don't know, about 15 minutes later, everyone starts showing up. And uh, there was a, well, I want to be politically correct here for a second, a little person that was there. Oh, uh, he called himself a midget? He, he did, about 100,000 He claimed times. midget, yeah. Um, yeah. He was also stapling things to his so shortly, Yeah, was, so shortly after that, I, I went to the head of security guy. I'm like, so uh, what happened if somebody hangs a midget over the edge and holds him by his feet? He's like, I fucking hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> what if the midget wants us to? Yeah. <laughs> what if the midget does it himself? Right? <laughs> Hold my leg. So, so let's, let's, since we're throwing out this midget, why don't we talk about the midget? Uh, so it was supposed to be a midget comedian. Yeah, and it was a midget 
He was just... Who... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it was? He was a midget that beat up Wee Man on Jackass 2? No. 3.5. One of the it, fucking Jackasses. The, the midget bar scene, which was yeah. an epic... There was an awesome epic, fucking... Yeah. Epic scene. Yep. Yeah. This, it, it, this dude was like the Walmart of Wee Men. All right? Like, that's pretty much what we had. He, like, it was... He tried. I don't know who found him, but it was too try-hard. He was, like, stapling shit to himself. Yeah. Like, seriously, it was like you looked at it and you was like, is that Nike? Nope. Nope. That's a T in the middle. I don't know what Nike is, but it fucking <laughs> it kind of looks like it, but it's not really the same thing. <laughs> and, like, I mean, he was all right. It was a little too try-hard for me. I don't understand the whole, like, staple shit to me and count thing. he lost the crowd immediately. Yeah. Yeah, now, this, the staple thing, I know where he gets the staple thing from. Um, I, I like to consider this myself Tijuana story? I like to this consider when you're myself a classy individual. Yeah. Um, and I like to uh, go to John unique Simon. experiences throughout the course donkey of my life. Donkey show coordinator. Uh, no, if you've ever been to midget wrestling, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. they staple shit to their foreheads in midget, midget wrestling. So I think I think it's just like... Have you ever if, bowled with a midget? Oh. Have you ever been to midget luchador wrestling? That is Ooh. fucking phenomenal. No, but I want to go so bad. <laughs> I, can, I can make this happen for so you. So I've been to midget wrestling. Um, I've, midget I've bowled with a midget yeah. in, in Sturgis. Yeah. Um, they have a little fucking oh, slide. And you fucking I did play in. darts with a midget. <laughs> like they were like actual darts or you no, threw the midget yeah, no you threw the one he beat me by 12 points no yeah he's really fucking good it's weird he's super low no you throw you threw the midget they were like a suit the velcro suit and you like and you stick a midget to the fucking targets i want a fucking midget slingshot into what though a velcro thing but at ah, distance okay, I like that. 100 yards i got to pull it back with a four wheeler so, that's a splat man so you don't want to pop the That being said, <laughs> I'm actually looking at building a trebuchet down at work. <gasps> oh. Yes. Tell me you're not lying. I'm not lying to you. Whew. So, do you guys know what pumpkin chunking is? Yeah. yeah. Do you Absolutely. know what skeet shooting is? Yes. Okay, I want you to think about the two of those, but with a trebuchet. No. But let's let's make the shotgun. How? Wait, time out. I got this. Let's make the shotgun a cannon. Oh, my God. Yeah, I like where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. I have a cannon. We can shove anything in that fucking cannon. We can, but we don't want to. Can you fit a midget in it? No. Uh, how, it depends how small the midget is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like an embryo. What if we build like a, a Sabo style insert and the midget's just hanging out the end in a little tiny ball? It's a one inch cannon. Are you trying to get the midget to catch the pumpkin? Or the pumpkin to catch or the Are you midget? trying to shoot the midget I'm, I'm out of the cannon? Here. Like there's, apparently there's some logistics we need to work out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how do you figure? You put an ad out. I need ten test dummies. They have to be under three foot six inches. Yeah, yeah they can't be a child. No, <laughs> I am legitimately looking at building a trebuchet at work to do pumpkin chunking and skeet shooting as a competition. Okay. But here's the thing. Okay, this is the only the only thing that i see with this is is if you're gonna build a trebuchet to do pumpkin chunking that thing's gonna launch launch a pumpkin right so that depends on the a how are you gonna hit it with a shotgun though that depends on a the size of the trebuchet and b how much counterweight you put are you building are you building the trebuchet to like compete in like the no oh you're just doing it to Uh, fucking chuck a pumpkin it would be to chunk pumpkins just to, to then shoot. shoot with shotguns. Oh, okay, okay. And then when I'm not using thought, it for that, I want to use it as a t-shirt cannon. Oh, 
That's dangerous. That trebuchet. Yeah. yeah. It's very dangerous. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that but you, only you live guys once, have man. to deal with the, the, so, the liability part of that, and we don't. <laughs> the last time that John and I went to – Dude, you should see our liability shooting. policy. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> the last time John and I went sports shooting, we came up with an idea for Freedom Friends. Uh, Just say it, man. The last time you went skeeting. Skeeting. Yeah, we were skeeting all over. Skeeting, yeah. Uh, we skied for like a couple what, hours. I think what we need oh, to do sport shooting. Is, yeah. no, no, is we, we get I a, pumped it and skied it all over the fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> we get a trap house, right? And Except like a drug dealer did? <laughs> no, no, no. Trap house. <laughs> to shoot the trap. To shoot the blue rocks, right? But anyway. Yeah, a trap just, house to shoot the blue rocks, bro. Shoot the blue rocks, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys. I keep but, a shoddy on lock. But what we do... Is we aim it directly at where we're standing to shoot it at the directly at the shooter. So you have to hit it, or, or else it hits hit. you. That doesn't also that mean that you're firing back at the person operating the no, trap. No, 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 no. It's remote. Oh, it's remote. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> or we can put Mikey back there. Either way, <laughs> but it's shoot or be hit. It's hit or be hit. I love it. I think that'd be great. It'd be great video. I think it would be amazing to like right. to host the All right. like. All right. I think I see where you're going. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be awesome to host like you build this out in like like eight different stages, and then you host this like like super nonprofit benefit, and you get all these like super rich, fancy like semi-professional trap shooters and you don't tell them what it's what gonna it be is. and you just start and watching you, these no, dudes no, getting no, smoked they're just standing down range going Whoa. what the fuck <laughs> am i doing for, for safety's sake they have to wear a eye pro uh, no well yeah they, they have to wear they have to wear one of those one of those sumo wrestler suits <laughs> you've gone too far i was good at eye pro yeah. <laughs> Here's a bump helmet and some Oakleys. Good luck. <laughs> You're going to give him a, a bump helmet? And a cup. Yeah. I was going to give him eye pro and some 3M ear care. <laughs> oh, by the way, talk to this lawyer afterwards. They yeah. might be able to help you They'll out. They'll get you 80 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, so, so back to the party. Now, what if like every fourth round we launched a midget? Well, that I mean, there's probably there's laws. A, where, yeah, yeah, we can't really do that. Um, okay, so well, hold on. So it's a shoot. Your no average shoot trap gun. Shoot no <laughs> shoot. <laughs> your, your average trap gun holds five rounds. No, no, no. One, one maybe or two. two. It's trap. Trap gun. Yeah, well, it's over and under usually. Yeah. Okay, so that's two. Yeah. Two. So, first one, skeet. The second one's a blank. Second one, skeet. Third one. Midget. So bang, bang, catch? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. What if you do the midget first, then it's catch, bang, bang? What if it's <laughs> bang, catch, fuck? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant by bang. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about this offline. Yeah, I think we're, we're going to. I think, think we're on to something here. <laughs> I, I think we're. You know, yeah. this is. Uh, it's fucking 96 proof. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a little bit stronger than the normal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Chris. This episode so, is all your fault. This Chris, is all your Chris fault. Chris Freeman, this yeah. is all your fault. <laughs> so, uh, yes, we had a midget at the party. We also had two porn stars. Two. Well, we had a porn star and a chick that just dresses like one. I didn't even... I don't know who's that. And I even saw. the porn star was kind of... Yeah. Scott and I were too busy outside actually networking and smoking cigars. I spent the so whole time. I, I missed all that. Yeah, so I met some I said, outstanding said, people I, I said, at the I party. Said, I said hi to Dame, and I apologized for Michelle and I's thing we did. 
that it, yeah. <laughs> so. That never aired. That never aired. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. So, episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was two there. I didn't really give a shit. And they ended up just sitting in a corner because I don't think anybody gave a shit that they were oh, there. Who put the porn star in the corner? She put herself there, <laughs> which is kind of probably where she belongs. Or on the corner. One or the other. I don't give a fuck. She didn't listen to the show. <laughs> the fuck do I care? I've met her like six times, and every time I meet her, she's like, hi, I'm Dame. I'm like, yeah, I fucking know. Like, I've met you like six fucking times. I like Dame. She's cool. So, I would if she wouldn't do the whole, like... What? She, every time I meet her, she's like... And I'm like, <laughs> If she didn't do it, if you want to see me naked, you got to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, right? She wouldn't fucking charge me. Never once told me that. that so... No, well, the, Have you ever seen her naked? No. Dude, everybody's seen her naked. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? So, well, Michelle's seen her naked. That's guy Evan. Yeah, she's a porn she star. Sure. It's not hard to find her naked. <laughs> so, I didn't pay for him either. <laughs> anyway, let's, yeah. uh, let's move on. There was more so, to the party. Uh, there was more to the party, but it was an outstanding networking event, and there were some great people there. And then people just kind of kept showing up. Yeah, it was like, like a revolving door, kind of. Yeah, so like Chef Rush showed up. Yeah, like, love yeah. that dude. He's great. That dude's yeah. arms are the size Fucking of my head. Fucking guy. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. Like, um, how do you cook? <laughs> How do you stir with power? <laughs> with fucking power, just <laughs> right? What are you stirring? I don't use a mixer. Yeah. Whoa, fuck. Yeah, okay. fuck. Is that solid concrete? I didn't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> if you mix it with a spork, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like Chef Rush, shut up. Uh, Gruntsal unveiled some new products that are coming yeah, down the pipe. Good. Which uh, I feel like if Chef cool. Rush was still active in the military, because he's he is a vet. Mm-hmm. If he was still active in the military and he was deployed overseas, the stories would be amazing. Like, there's that story you hear about the dude that killed a guy with an MRE spoon. Chef would have been like, yeah, I did it six times. What's yeah. up? Yeah. No, fuck that. You give Chef. With the same spoon. Yeah. You, you give Chef. You <laughs> was, give one didn't spoon, even, didn't six even file it down. <laughs> you, you design an M2 heavy machine gun with a buttstock. And you give it to that man. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's true. And he and just, just, good, 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 yeah, good. He shoulder yeah. fires or it. Or you could just give him the rounds. And I think he could just throw the motherfuckers at about the same speed. So, the M2 in one hand and a Mark 19 in the other. Uh, Fucking just hip firing both. Ridiculous. If you don't know Jesus. who Chef Rush is, he's actually the guy that started Look him up the, on Facebook. Look him up. Uh, he's he is, chef to the White House. Uh, he's, yeah, the presidential chef. He's the presidential chef, uh, motivational speaker, does a lot of uh, Hang- nonprofit work. Yeah. He's smoke, also smoke the cigars. one that started the 2,222 push up a day challenge. Yeah. yeah. You think twenty two? Because Man, apparently Step up he wanted to be all alone. Like, because <laughs> fuck. Um, well, but uh, uh, <laughs> does strongman stuff in the Arnold Strongman Classic? He does. Like, he's uh, he's a uh, he's a he's a beast of a gentleman because yeah. he is truly. That's the thing a is that you, you look gentleman. at him and you think like that's just another meathead, and then you speak no, to him and you're like, he's oh the my nicest god, guy yeah. in the fucking you were like, world. You're like, should we have tea? Like, I'm not really sure what the appropriate <laughs> yeah. thing to and, drink and with you is. I think I should is. make it for you. <laughs> yeah, like, great fucking guy. Absolutely great mm-hmm. guy. Uh, the guys from Everly, Everly Stock Bags were there. Oh, were they? Um, yeah, they were floating around. Oh, I know they're not yeah. really rock stars in the veteran community, but their products are oh, oh, fucking outstanding stock. My go-to travel bag is Everly Stock Gunfighter 2. Yeah, they're, um, God, they're so, Everly Stock. I can money. either fit a complete 
custom built sniper it's rifle great, into it, or I can put my laptop in there. Either it's, way, yeah, they're it works fucking, out awesome. They're outstanding. <laughs> have you seen that new modular system that they oh, have? Stupid. It's that awesome. like L shaped frame, yeah. and you can just bolt onto it like the yeah. exact. Oh, so fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, those guys showed up, and then uh, a lot of the these guys, uh, the. Uh, Moonshine dudes. Leatherwood Oh, I forgot they were giving that out on your uh, table, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Had, like little shot glasses. Yeah, of so it? we drank a little bit of this. A little cool. moonshine. One, one or two little moonshine. They got Georgia Peach. Yeah. They got uh, elderberry and apple pie. Yep. Uh, pretty Does good. Does your father smell of elderberry? What? <laughs> you got my reference. Nice. Scott's about to start smelling like elderberry. Oh, gotcha. I don't yeah. know what that means. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberry. <laughs> What what are we referencing this? <laughs> Fucking Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, <laughs> I almost watched that the other day because I saw it. So I think it was good, on Netflix, dude. and I was so like, good. "This is a fucking great movie." It's a great <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> Came that, out in the seventies. That rabbit is dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, uh, I'll say that a time or two. So let's. Uh... <laughs> and then there was obviously there was. <laughs> obviously there was a bunch of grunt style people there. Yeah, we were all, all, all the dudes from grunt so. style. Um, and then uh, yeah, was we even had time. some surprise visitors from Grunt Style. There was uh, some people that showed up that all of us from Grunt Style weren't aware they were showing up. Oh, nice. And uh, it was great to see them, though. So Rick, our uh, chief operations officer, showed up. And nice. that's not really his scene. But uh, he showed up, and he's a great dude. And it was great to be able to chat with him and stuff like that. And then uh, met a bunch of other guys, man. Uh, TAC 702, um, yeah. which is a v- Las Vegas They're based local. tactical store. Yep. Yeah, they were there. Yeah. Uh I met the Kyle who, from Hydra showed yeah. up. Kyle's the, fucking good. I met people, the dude man. who started CRI. The Oh really? Uh, um which is uh it's kinda like the the original school for like kind of contracting, counterterrorism, that kind of stuff. Nice. Um so he started that fuck, I don't know, ten years ago, maybe more now. Uh, but he's out of that and he has the only accredited counterterrorism uh doctrine for lack of better words that colleges use so guys can get like bachelors in counterterrorism that's amazing he, he is the dude that created all this stuff met him uh and his wife and they're awesome fucking people um he was the guy that we were talking to at the end had a, a little bit of a hard time talking to us for a minute oh yeah, yeah. Yep. yep yep um great great people uh but yeah, I mean that was pretty much the long story short. The whole trip for for all of us collectively, it was great. It, it was, was great. All about network. What it, and what it really did show, though, is uh, that as many companies as are out there, kind of in the the veteran space, right? The veteran patriot space or whatever. Um, everybody is willing to sit down at a table and chat with everybody else. I mean, literally at the grunt style party, there were guys from Nine Line and BRCC. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so any of those rumors that are out there that there's whatever schism or bad blood or yeah. whatever, both at Burba's and our party, like all those companies, are, there's room for all of us. It's fine. Like, yeah, they, everybody was there and everyone had having a good time. Everyone had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it, it, yeah, it does go up. to show that all of us really that either Patriots or wore the uniform and stuff like that. Uh, the, the, it's about the, the community. Yeah. Like we're all used to that kind of that. I do want to give that a shout out. That fraternity that comes with the uniform. A quick little shout out to Marty Scola. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and the reason is, so he is one of the, um, I don't know, authors, editors, lack of better words. I don't well, know what the fuck he calls. Coffee or Die magazine. He's yeah. the he's the chief editor of Coffee yeah. or Die. This dude, the content that this dude creates and puts out is phenomenal. It's really good. Yeah. It's insane. Like, he gets embedded with 
the fucking hardest people in the world to get embedded with and write shit that somehow gets approved. Well, and he's the approver. No, but I'm saying, like, it clears fucking all the government oh, fucking and everything else, alphabet yeah. places. My dog just little crawled out again. <laughs> um, but, uh, and it's just amazing the content that he puts out. So big shout out to him. Um, I knew uh, I was talking with those guys. And Marty, any time that you want to come up. be on the show, man, we'd fucking yeah. we'd love to have you. When they were standing up, coffee or die, I, uh, I had nothing to do with it, absolutely. Anyway, but I was just overhearing some conversations that were happening, uh, and I was like, "Wow, this is going to be a feat!" And then now that they're full blown doing it, and it's phenomenal. Yeah. So big yeah. shout out to those guys for for creating something and following through and making it fucking badass. Yeah. So, and I'm I'm dead serious. If Marty, if you ever hear this, or if if any of us get a chance to talk to you, Andrew, like yeah. I'd love to have you on the show. I yeah, think he'd uh, yep. be a wealth of knowledge and I'd stories. Love to pick that, that dude's brain with about some stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> really cool. I'd love to just find out. Um, so you guys hit the shot show floor while you were there, we right? We did. So, uh, like, I mean, anything exciting, or is it just more like triggers? Well, High Point has a new gun out. Do they? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have no fucking uh, I was idea. Say, Please tell me it's the <laughs> no Yeet Cannon idea. 2.0. No idea. <laughs> uh, but no, the, I mean, we had, we had a list of things that we wanted to check out. Like, Colt well, came out. Oh, excuse me. The, the biggest thing. Yeah, the Python's back. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing, oh. you know, like I used to own a gun shop for, you know, fuck, 12 years. And so uh, I walked the floor and just got to catch up with a lot of my old friends that we just, you know. Haven't seen th- in That I knew in the years. industry, you know, yeah. like Mike Pappas. Uh, Dead Air. Dead Air. Uh, he's a great dude. Yeah. Um, you know, not a lot of people. Yeah. So. Hung out with Rugged, Rugged Suppressors. Got a picture with twin 240 machine guns. Yeah, oh. that's cool. That was a good yeah. picture. That was fucking... Solid picture. Yeah. If you want to so, know what that picture looks like, go to the Warfighter Tobacco Instagram. Yes. You can see what yes. that picture looks like. One of, the, one of the old companies I used to work... I own. used to own part of it. Yeah. Uh, Zermont Arms. You know, they were there. A lot of my old former employees from my gun shop that, that helped them out, work yeah. with them now. Uh, they got some new stuff. Yeah, new stuff. They new got stuff. a new rimfire yeah. action that's based on a Remington 700 platform. Yeah, really nice. Called the Rimfire. Rim yeah. No, it's a it's rimfire bad, action. But on Remington 700. So yeah, you can put it in Remington 700 stocks. Everything's compatible with it, yeah. but it shoots fucking 22 custom made bags and everything. Not a low end 22. No, it's like really wow. cool. 1200 bucks for the action itself. Yeah. But it's fucking, it's nice. Yeah. So stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had a great time. We hung out with uh, the guys from Classy Raptor Tactical. Uh, yeah, they do local. some. They're local out of San Antonio. Uh, yeah, they make a bunch of Glock backplates. Yeah, they do like laser engraving. They actually they, they actually laser engrave our our lighters. Yeah. Oh, is that who does it for That's you? Yeah. They're, so they're that, at every gun show. In that Texas. was that was their first year at Shot Show. Yeah. And, uh, and they it. And I and I got a chance to to pull aside um, one of the owners and talk with them. And uh, actually, we just met. Uh, Scott went to the bathroom, so it's not like I <laughs> planned it. But uh, so I sat there. I talked to them for I don't know a good solid fifteen minutes, and um, and that was their first year at the show. And within the first five minutes of them setting up, just because of the quality of everything that they do, I mean, great stuff. It. Uh, he was like, I was like, how's the show treating you? I was like, you know, is it worth it? You know, it's your first year. And he's like, dude. Within the first five minutes, he's like, absolutely, yeah, done. <laughs> he goes. I mean, this dude, he runs seven fiber lasers out of his shop. Yeah. Most people might have one. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. the, just the and level. It's, it's they make really, an extremely high-quality product. Yeah. for the most part, um, you know, he's a veteran. His wife's a veteran. They're affordable, uh, too. That's the other thing. Yeah. Their they're self-through on their product is not. his wife, maybe two, three employees. That's, yeah. And, and uh, they crush it. And they do, and they do some awesome work. Yeah. Could you, Classy Raptor, could you please fucking make some black plate, back plates for black fucking plates? black plates, too? <laughs> But uh, backplates for fucking Springfields. All their shits for Glock. 
Oh, and our producer team wants the cigs. I don't know if. Uh, I don't know if Who's they have back. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they make the fucking for the back of the slide the fucking spring you, retention plate or whatever yeah. they fucking. You that's, can you can make them for for Springfields. They just have a hole in the middle, so it kind of destroys all whatever artwork you want to put on it. Yeah, unless I wanted like a butthole put on there. Oh well, my god. Go. Organize. So <laughs> <laughs> you just weren't thinking. <laughs> I would never look down my sights. <laughs> They're like, what are you shooting at? I don't know, I'm staring at a butthole. <laughs> Cause think about it. Cause even if your strike indicator is fucking out, <laughs> then you gotta fucking Oh shit, I gotta pull this trigger quick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you thought this all the way through. Oh my god. Classy Raptor. We're gonna have to I go need a butthole backplate. <laughs> God no, damn or, it. Or is it a banana? Could or be, you could do a banana. Or, or, like, you just a put you a set here. of balls underneath your striker <laughs> indicator. <laughs> and every time it's fucking ready to go. <laughs> okay. <be> fucking amazing. <laughs> so you didn't think this through. No, I didn't. <laughs> Michelle says we're spiraling downhill. <laughs> Dude, you keep coming to hang out at the show and you keep being surprised by... <laughs> How I shitty the content actually is on this fucking show. Last mediocre. Episodes. So she doesn't at know best. how bad this is. <laughs> fucking mediocre at best. That's terrible. So, <laughs> all right, boys. <laughs> it comes to my favorite time of the show. It is time for So No Shit. So oh, No man. Shit. So No Shit. Oh, before we get to the So No Shit, I do want to give one more shout out for while we were in Vegas. Uh, so Thursday... Uh, Scott and I got to go check out one of our dealers in Vegas, uh, Las Vegas Cigar Outlet. Oh, yeah. And they are, I don't know, maybe. I could not remember the name of them. Yeah. You told me I needed to go by and check the store out. Las Vegas Cigar Outlet. I could not remember the name of the fucking store. And and the the cool thing is is they're about to expand their humidor to be probably the largest humidor in a a retail spot that I've ever fucking seen in my life. Wow. Like, already when I walk in there, I'm like, holy shit, your guys' inventory is insane. Yeah. And Does that include like JR and CI and stuff like that? Are we are we di- are we taking them out because that's, you know, they're okay, a fucking so I, fulfillment I've been, warehouse I've been as to well CI, as a walk-in. I've been to CI in Dallas, right? CI in Dallas, their their humidor is insane. Yeah, but because I've been to like JR Maine in North but Carolina now, but they have all the main stuff. Like yeah, so I would I would say that Las Vegas Cigar Outlets inventory versus CI's inventory, I would. I would not, pick. They might not have the back stock, but they have the skews. I would pick Las really? Vegas yeah. Cigar Outlets inventory over CI's inventory. Yeah. They just have more quality. Well, and that's cigars. the thing, right? Is that JR and CI? It's like unless you want Altadis General or Rocky, you're probably not. Yeah, or Swisher or Swisher. Or, or, States. But you're probably not yeah. finding a lot from. But now, when they expand, it's going to be insane. Even right now, it's already insane. But so we got to hang out with those guys. We sat and talked to them. Fuck, probably almost two hours. Yeah, talk business. Smoked, smoked cigar. a couple of cigars. Yeah. Met some awesome dudes. Yeah, uh, met cool a guy work. who is uh, uh, retired. When's the expansion happening? Uh, right next month. Yeah, next, next month. Oh, because I'm going back in the end of April. You yeah, yeah. You, you have to go. JJ. Talk to JJ. JJ is one I'm, of the dudes down I'm there. I'm taking my wife back. Yeah. Because I bought her a present. Go and hang out. Um, I, I bought her the present going like, she's going to love this. This is going to be brilliant. So, so I bought her the present and then realized after I bought it, Fuck! This just wrote me into this too. <laughs> <laughs> so now I got to make the most of this trip. No, seriously, go hang out. It, okay. Even if it's just for one stick, yeah, uh, it, it'll be good. It'll be good. Um, but big shout out to them. They are, fuck, probably two, not even two miles off the strip. Um, 
probably the largest selection in a humidor in well, Las and, Vegas. And they do a really cool Facebook page called The Boardroom. Yeah, a group. The Facebook yep. group, yeah, The Boardroom Cigars or something. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they go live with, like, all the cigar owners that come in. So, like, like next week, yeah, well, it's, it's actually, cool. uh, this uh, this will happen after this episode gets gets released. Uh, but we're going back to Vegas again in a couple of days to go for, for a cigar convention, TPE. And, uh, so oh, we, I forgot that was yeah, coming up. So we'll be live on their Facebook um, from TPE or from, you know, their, their location while, during TPE. But what they do is because they're so close to the strip and the convention centers that whenever a cigar show is there, all of the manufacturers Gotta go hang out. rotate through. And any time a manufacturer walks in, they go live on their Facebook and have a si- impromptu sit-down with the manufacturers. Yeah, a little interview thing. It's and, awesome. Uh, we did it last time we were there. It was fun. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. We had a great time. Yeah. Um, so great dudes. Uh, if you're ever in there, ask them to make you coffee. Oh, yeah. Sweet. It's Armenian coffee. Oh, oh my God. Oh, it is yeah. so good. <laughs> I think their tagline is, come on down. Come on down. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm going to have to hit that up. I'll be there at the end of April. Yeah. I think I go on April 30th, great and I'm there until May Fucking 2nd. Fucking great dudes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that was, I just wanted to make sure we touched on them while, while we were talking about our, yeah, our absolutely. Vegas trip. Yeah, I'm going back. I bought then, my wife concert tickets. Can I, can I so talk? I uh, can I talk real quick about my my favorite part about this last Vegas trip that we had? All time, hands down, out of all the Vegas trips that I did, this is my favorite part of this last trip that we had. Oh jeez! Thursday evening, <laughs> right? So Thursday evening, we flew out Friday. Thursday evening, uh, we linked up with a buddy of ours, TK from Nebraska. Uh, and we were trying to figure out after all the, the show ended and everything where we wanted to eat because we're like, I'm tired of shit food. Let's get something halfway decent. So we went to Fogo, uh, Fogo de Chao, the, the Brazilian steakhouse. Yeah. Which we have is one here. All you can eat meat. Phenomenal. <laughs> There's one in San Antonio. So we go, we have an amazing dinner, hang out with TK, uh, get the meat sweats, the whole nine. By the way, you should probably tell the audience where TK's from. TK is from uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Actually, Hickman, Nebraska. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so we get done eating, and uh, we're like, okay, cool. TK, have a good night. It was nice hanging out with you. Well, we dropped him off. Yeah, dropped him off. Great time. Thanks, buddy. He's like, let me know where you guys are up to tonight. Well, cool, we will. That was what, 8.30? Yeah, yeah. 8.30 or so, we dropped him off. He was staying not even a half mile from where we were. We get back to where we were staying. We dropped everything off, getting ready for what we wanted to do that evening. Uh, and we were both in bed, passed out by nine o'clock. Yep. And it was fucking phenomenal. I, yeah, I think I hung till nine thirty, John. Yeah. Oh, jeez, yeah. rebel. <laughs> and then our flight wasn't until noon, so we got like we got to sleep in. Yeah, we got to sleep oh. in. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. All in all, Vegas was. Uh, it was good. It was an outstanding trip. This year it was, was it actually was, really solid for sure. The, the networking that we got out of this yeah, trip was it was worth uh, it. Hundred percent. Yeah. It was. So, uh, yeah, actually, so Kyle from uh, Hydra Tactical is a uh, wants to come. Asked if he could be a guest on the show. Yeah, sure. I was like, yeah, absolutely, buddy. You can uh, anytime. I'd love to have somebody from the gun industry currently in the gun industry on the show. Yeah. Um, you're the ones with all the friends. Don't fucking look at me. No, I understand that, but the majority of our friends aren't in San Antonio, so it's hard to get them on the show. Yeah, but we have that yeah. fancy new board where they I know, can call I know. in. Now we do. Um, but uh, I just think it would be awesome. I think we should do an episode of like uh, what not to do in a gun store. Oh God, me and you could do that episode. We could. That'd be fucking phenomenal. Didn't uh, you know who's that? Um, oh, those Colin guys. Noir, isn't that his name? Colin Noir. from NRA from the NRA channel. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
has that YouTube. He did uh, the seven things you should never do in a gun store. Yeah, but uh, our list is a lot more than seven. <laughs> we should we should totally try and reach out to him. He's actually based out of Houston. Oh no shit! Yeah, he's in oh, Texas. That's fucking cool. And this there's dude, another company out of Houston I want to reach out to too. Uh, Texas Machine Gun Ordinance. Uh, they didn't make Form One pipe bombs. I think uh, <laughs> I think Radical Firearms is based out of Houston, Texas. There's a too. lot of firearm companies in Texas. But Radical That's Firearms is awesome. uh, they're milling all their own AR parts uh-huh. and everything, and putting and putting out. Uh, complete ARs for like sub 500 bucks. Yeah. And they're milling it all in-house in Texas. So, so uh, I want to I wanna try to sum up. I've never fired one, so I'm not going to speak to I wanna try how to good sum they up, are. But sum up the, the the new cool things at SHOT Show. And I know I don't think. Yeah, was you, there anything cool? You, I, didn't you get on on the show. I didn't get on the floor. So No, I found out Wednesday night yeah. before I was leaving in the morning. That, oh, if you'd have wanted to get on the show, I could have gotten you tickets. So I, uh, I was like, motherfucker. So Scott and I got to, got. A chance yeah, to get you on the shamed floor. your way into um, the fucking show. Well, I mean, we use, even though we're a cigar company, um, we use a lot of vendors that that are set up and displaying at the show based off of the gun store experience that we had yeah. prior to starting Warfighter. Uh, but we do that to incorporate a lot of the products that Warfighters use, um, and we just figured out a way to make those work for cigars instead of just guns. Um, so we got a chance uh, to get on the show floor because of so all the vendors that we So coming soon is Cerakoted cigars. <laughs> They're a bitch to cut, though. I don't, yeah, and they don't really taste the greatest. But, <laughs> um, but no, so we got a chance to go on the floor, so we got to check out some of the, we had a laundry list of stuff that we wanted to see just because we're fucking gun nerds. and Yeah, uh, so like Colt came out with a new Python. Um, they changed a lot of interior uh, parts. Um but it's uh, fucking. It's still a Colt Python. Like it looks pretty badass. Yeah, it's still a fucking hand um, cannon. What else? We got to check out. Uh, was it LWRC? No, who yeah. makes? Yeah, LWRC. For, oh fuck! Four years, five years ago, yeah. they were teasing a forty-five caliber platform submachine gun. They're teasing it. Like they had it out on display. Everyone picked it up. But like fuck yeah, we want this. And then it disappeared for three years. Then it just came back out, and it's actually available this year. Um, and. It's- $3,000. But it's fucking but it's badass. Cool. That it looks for a forty-five caliber phenomenal. machine gun. Well, it's not a machine gun. It's not a machine gun. It's they, somehow. They sell it in a pistol version, so you yeah. can have a short one. Oh, well, that's not enough. Stock. But Three it, grand it's, for that. It's, it's pretty fucking sweet. Um, what else? We The Rimax from, from uh, Zermatt. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the Vortex 1 to 10. The Vortex Optics, the 1 to 10, the new yeah, Razor HD3. Uh, that thing sexy. is fucking sexy. That's nasty. Um a little pricey at twenty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, but Scott, what's what's the the most awesome thing that you saw on the show floor? What is the the one thing that you're like, uh, okay, cool, I'm in, I like this. I don't know if it's the most awesome, but probably something I will own is uh, Kimber has that new forty five. Uh, that nineteen eleven. That, that thing is that thing is pretty. It's uh, it's cut pretty. What's it called? The uh, uh, well, most rapid, most rapid, Kimbers rapid. are fucking yeah, gorgeous. But, but this one, this it, it's awesome. only like fifteen hundred bucks. It's ported and it's got like the cuts are awesome. The slide cuts the whole nine. Yeah. It, it, they did a good job on that. They they literally took what all the customers wanted and made it into a production. I gun. think if I'm going to buy a platform like that, I think I'm going to probably buy the twenty eleven. Yeah, this one's about yeah. half the price. <laughs> half the rounds. But yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, but no, that was uh, that was that was a. A really nice piece really nice piece yeah i don't really know what else i know i brained up at all but uh yeah that was cool i i really like uh marlin came out with their uh 1895 uh dark edition 
which well, is like a blacked-out leprechaun with a big loop and the whole nine, yeah, threaded barrel, everything. fucking beautiful. But they just yeah. released that they're putting it out in 357 mag, which is also 38 special that you can hand load into subs, run a can on it, and it sounds like a fucking mouse part. Shoot it, shoot it through a 9mm suppressor. Oh! Yeah. That's cool. So uh, that's, that, that might be on my laundry list. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So I will tell you that our young producer over there has apparently been saving and is ready to start bringing in all the parts for his very first rifle build. Oh, shit. Dang. So, oh. not that he doesn't own rifles and stuff like that, but his very first... The one he does on his own. It done yeah, us yeah, on yeah. his own and build it up from the ground up. Oh, yeah. So, it's... Uh, nice. well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah. it's always nice when people are able to get new toys. Right. Uh, it's very satisfying when you finish it, too, so... Because I, I just finished my new one. And, yeah. like, oh, I fucking did it. I just finished my <laughs> new one, and uh, still, now, every once in a while, I go pull it out of the bag, and I'm like... You're so pretty. <laughs> and then I lick it a little bit, and I put it back in the fucking bag. And I still haven't gotten a first fire at that fucking new <laughs> rifle. I still haven't taken it out. We're going to go shooting. I did, I did reach out to our friend down at um, Reality Defense. Cool. And he said just text him anytime. And what nice. he said was, I will deconflict anything going else on the range so you guys can have it. I yeah. fucking love that, dude. I was like, you're a good fucking man, <laughs> Charlie Brown. But uh, the, the range is awesome. It actually reaches out to 450 meters, so it's... Yeah. Uh, it's it's, um, and then they have a bunch of three-gun stages and stuff, too, so you can go out there and shoot steel and stuff, but then they have a fucking uh, 450, and I will say it is man-sized target at the end. It's not some big, like, two-by-two two sheet or right. some shit. That's, like, yeah. It's a man-sized target. So. Yeah, 450, I want about a four-inch target. Like, which, yeah. I mean, but, but that's the thing is that he said if we go out. <laughs> no, if we go out, he literally yeah. said we can move yeah. around any of the steel that we want, rehang whatever we want, and all that kind of oh, stuff. So that would be pretty cool. So if we do that with the new rig, we could actually uh, we could record an episode from RDI. Yeah, That'd be cool. while actually, we're out there shooting. While we were out there, uh, a guy that used to uh, do a lot of our um, our video production, a lot of our uh, photos, uh, editing. I think um, I met this cat. content creation. Mike. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. You met Mike. Um, Mike is about to get into the slow motion game. Um, well, unless he's got a phantom, I don't care. Well, well he's buying one that's, close to yeah. a phantom. He's going for uh, about 5,000 frames per second. Yeah, is so what sort of super slow. Yep. Phantoms are a little bit. Phantoms are also a lot more expensive. Yes, they are. So, uh, but, yeah, he's about to get into that game. Um, and uh, so that'll be really fun. Uh, I have a lot of really cool. 5,000 frames a second will stop a bullet in flight. Yeah, like that's, that, and yeah. that's all he's shooting for, you know. Um, yeah, that'll stop a bullet in flight. But, yeah. So, like I said, the, the networking that we got done while we were out there was, was that, And that's this phenomenal. year was outstanding for the networking portion, yeah. for sure. Both for, I think, both of our respective companies and for Freedom Friends just in general. Yeah, I think yeah. There was a lot of networking that we got done as a... So, what's, so, uh, what, what's so the, be excited, people. What's looks like we might have some fucking what's cool shit What's the parameters shit for an, a so-no shit story today? Because we talked about so much. I don't know. Well, let's find out here. Hold on. What, what are we at there, producer? Holy shit. Dang. I don't know if you're getting a so-no shit story the fucking I know. We're this get, week. We're, we're going to make it a quick one. Pushing it. Uh, who's got a quick one? Who's got a quick, like, so-no shit? Uh, I got I got a funny so-no shit about myself. I got a so-no shit about another fellow soldier. Well, mine's mine's when I first showed up to my unit at Fort Campbell. Yeah. Scott was already there, and yeah. this is a pretty funny one, Yeah, go. Too. Okay. You got to do it quick, okay, though, so I don't need all the fucking details about what they were wearing and shit. Oh, it's just about what I'm wearing, because that's what this whole story is Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, go for it. Um, Nothing. I was in a feather boa. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, so, so that's no, just Thursdays, man. So no oh. shit. There I was at, at replacement, 101st Airborne Division. Uh, this is... Uh, 
I just got orders to go up to Fort Campbell. I show up at replacement. You hang out there for uh, about a week or two yeah. before they give you orders, place you in a unit that you're going to. Uh, they kind of give you the, the, the lowdown of how the unit, you know, the, the, the base operates, you know, where the PX is, where's fucking, you know, uh, sit call, all that kind of stuff. Like this street has the hookers. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, don't go here outside of gate four, you know. Um, right. Pancho Villa is the best Mexican place in Why the world. Does, oh, my God. Villa. <laughs> Why does every military base have a Pancho Villa within half a mile I'll of the gate? Oh, this is literally across the, across the street from yeah, the gate. You no, can like walk I said, there. Yeah. It's within half a mile. Yeah. But this place, like, I've been to Mexico. I lived in Arizona for eight years. I'm now in Texas. Like, I've had a lot of awesome, awesome Mexican food in my life. Bumfuck nowhere, fucking Dude, Tennessee, Kentucky border. And this place, fucking baller i hopefully it's still that way and people aren't looking at us like oh uh, this place sucks you guys are idiots yeah. well back but in 2000 they, they fucking one it was great <laughs> they used to serenade us while we we're eating yeah, yeah it was it was phenomenal but anyway so i'm at replacement and uh and i'm an infantry I'm infantryman and so i'm going to an infantry unit at fort campbell and they kind of play by a different set of rules than the whole rest of the base plays by and there's a lot of people that get stationed at fort campbell um and there's three infantry brigades at least at the time there were so I'm in a replacement, and they're like, yeah, bro, you can roll your sleeves up here. And I'm like, what? I can roll my sleeves up and look like a fucking cool guy? And I'm like, yeah, it's, here's the regs. You can do it at Fort Campbell. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. So I spend, I don't know, my first two weeks at Fort Campbell in replacement, my sleeves rolled up fucking looking like Johnny Badass, you know? Right. Because everybody wants to do that. Because everybody wants tickets to that gun show. But Exactly. And yeah. at the time, I might have had a little bit of guns because I was in shape. <laughs> now I'm just round. Because uh, <laughs> you, you were paid to work out. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. So uh, Round's still a shape, buddy. It is. It's just not the best of shapes. <laughs> so uh, well, People love so pairs. We finally get orders, and, and I get... You know, I'm going to fucking 3rd Battalion, 327 Infantry. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Like, I'm so pumped. This is going to be the best time of my life. Like, super motivated. I was a really motivated person back in those days uh, until I got a little jaded. And this was the start of me getting jaded. So I show up to my unit. <laughs> Two weeks in. Right? Two weeks in yeah. is when it started the jading. Yeah. Oh, no. At this point, I've already been in the military, fuck, almost a year and a half. Well, that's because you oh. sat no, no, in fucking I, I, ranger prep I was in for a year. fucking I was in for a year. And I went to some days before that and all that I think you stuff. set the record for the most right? fucking green weenie yeah. action that if anybody's guys, ever seen. I don't know if it's still there, but if you ever go to Old 3rd Ranger Battalion, I was one of the ones that built the monument with all the fucking Sergeant Major and, and Commander's <laughs> names, and I had to cut those letters out by hand. Every fucking letter. Like, it was fucking retarded. But I got really good at doing woodwork and painting <laughs> and push-ups. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> by the way... I'm a little hurt that the thing is gone. Oh no, it's it's behind you, but it's just in pieces. No, it's over there. And over there. Yeah. Um but yeah, so um so I I uh Makes I get I get orders to I get orders to go to, I get orders to go to my unit to go to three two seven and so I like the past two weeks of everything I've been doing, because I'm at Fort Campbell and I think it's okay to do this. I show up to an infantry unit with my fucking sleeves rolled up. Because I think that's what you can do You're here pro nobody told me that you can do that except by the way i want to point out that even the young buck 11 bravo back there is right fucking laughing i know he's not right now. Now. this is how ignorant i was at that point in my life i'm <laughs> like oh this is fucking great so i show up my sleeves rolled up and uh and i literally i walk in and it, it was like if you walk into a club and you see it on movies you walk into a club and like and the music stops and everyone fucking looks that's how it was when i walked into the company area and I walk in, and I'm, like, looking around, and everyone's just fucking staring at me. And I'm like, well, this is fucking weird. Whatever. 
so you know i report where i need to report and first sergeant's like oh you're gonna be a second platoon i'm like fucking sweet They're like go knock on a cp door and i'm like fucking roger that first aren't you know so i walk over to the cp door fucking motivated smiling like it's gonna be a great time dink 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 you know enter and i fucking i open the door i didn't even get a step in all i did was open the door and this barrage of fucking fuck yous came at me <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like well this is the worst decision i've ever made in my entire life right <laughs> and immediately just fucking beat your face boy and everyone's screaming and i'm like ah oh. like i thought i was out of basic training i don't know what the fuck's going i'm just doing fucking push-ups all day long i'm just doing fucking push-ups so now my sleeves are even tighter because i've been doing fucking a million push-ups got that sick pump bro nobody told me for like two or three days now mind you day two i didn't have my sleeves rolled up but nobody told me to roll them down so after I got recovered and I fucking, you know, turned in all the paperwork I needed to turn in and everything like that, they introduced me to my squad. Awesome. My squad leader smokes the fuck out of me. Whatever. Maybe they just fucking hate new guys. It's still, nobody told me that I can't. My sleeves are the issue. Right? Not a single person. So after the platoon sergeant smokes me, my squad leader fucking smokes me. And then I meet my team leader. And my team leader decides to destroy my life for the next coming, I don't know, probably three months. Dickman. Oh. <laughs> Did, now, you got Dick, destroyed by a guy named Dickman. Yes. Now, Dickman, he, he was a fucking really good team leader. He really was. I, um, no, I believe you. But uh, he, for the first little while, he made my life a living hell. And I didn't understand it until about the three-month mark when I was like, you know, at this point, we kind of gain a rapport, a little bit of right. relationship. And I'm like, hey, sorry, Dickman. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why am I getting the shit smoked out of me every fucking day? He's like, you don't know? And I'm like, no, I have no fucking idea. He's like, dude, you showed up to the fucking unit with your sleeves rolled up. I'm like, that was three months ago. He's like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, well, I was like, I haven't made that mistake since. He's like, I know. And I'm like, well, why is it still going? He's like, well, I want to make it known that you don't ever do this again. I'm like, all you had to do is tell me. If you would have told me day one, like, I haven't done it since. He's like, yeah, but that's not how the infantry works. And I'm like, <laughs> Now I get everything. And that's the day that I learned that the tricep is connected to the brain. <laughs> so the funny thing point. is, I was in the same unit, same platoon. So he got the, he has a spectator view of me getting but, my fucking. But maybe six months earlier, it was okay for us to have our sleeves rolled. <laughs> it came down that no longer can you have your sleeves rolled. Yeah. And we all hated it. We all hated it. So. I hated it too, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that was my introduction to the first like official unit that I was at, like outside of the you know trade doc and training. And also, stuff. right back also, when you could actually smoke people and fucking. Also, oh my god, you yeah. could last. You could punch promote and all that. That was also the last unit. No, 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 no. I was at the National Guard unit after I got off oh, active okay. duty, okay. and that was a fucking joke because I tried to do what uh, what was done to me, yeah, good and luck. I got pulled into the first sergeant's office every day. Uh, on my sixth drill, um, now let me, I might have to go into a little bit of detail on this. Um, I got pulled into my first sergeant's office a couple of times. One of the times was because I was given a class on a 240 Bravo as a machine gun. I was, I was AG, I was a machine gunner and I was a machine gun team leader. My entire military career was fought the fucking 240 Bravo. Like I know that gun inside and out, no questions asked. I'm giving a class on a 240 Bravo. Did you put your dick in it? Only once. No. Well, not not when, I was the, not when I was in the guard. Did Active you put duty your dick is in a it? different story. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the spare barrel. Uh, yeah. yeah, no. Um, Fucking knew so it. So I'm giving a class at, at this guard unit in Arizona, 
uh, about the 240. And I'm like, okay, the doctrine says this. All your field manuals will say that. This is actually how it works. This is how you fix this. This is how you do these things, blah, 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 blah. Right in the middle of my class, I got fucking 30 dudes sitting in front of me. I got a fucking gun on a table, the whole nine. Another NCO stands up. And he's like, hey, Sergeant, that's not how you do that. Now, everything Let I've been taught, tell you everything I've been taught up, in my entire military career is if you're an NCO and you have to say something to another NCO, you pull him aside. You don't do it in front of Joe. No. You pull him aside not. and you say, hey, Sergeant, like, I noticed that this happened. Let's have a conversation about this. Or, okay, cool. Let's do this. Right in the middle of my class. Was this NCO an E? He's an E5. Okay. So. He was an E5. I was an so E5 at the time also. But like a, right, right. No, yeah. I just want to know if it was an E6. Now, he that. was an E5 that probably had, I don't know, 100 years in the guard. <laughs> right. Like, he was probably, no, I'm no an, bullshit. An, he was probably yeah. in, I'm an E5 promotable. He was probably 17 years, and he's an E5. Man, right? sounds about right. I, at this point in my military career, I was in like four years and six months, and I've been an E5 for like a year and a half. <laughs> you know? Um so he says this, and I uh, I had a little bit of anger in my blood uh, at that point in, in my life. No. And uh, so he says, you know, hey, Sergeant, you're not doing that right. And I'm like, hey, Sergeant, like, let me pull you over here and talk to you for a second. And he's like, okay. So he stands up, and the class is still there, and the door is 20 feet to my left. And we're in this big gymnasium type thing, and the, all the rooms are on the side of the gymnasium. And uh, so I, I open the door and I hold it open. And as he walks in front of me to go through the door, I grab this dude by his fucking collars and pick him up and slam him against the door and go the fuck off. <laughs> go the fuck off. Now, everybody can see this, but I'm technically in a room. You know Separated what I mean? Separated from yeah. Joe. Yeah. I just wanted to prove a point. Like, don't fucking fuck with me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so about a half an hour after that incident, I get that was the last time I got pulled into my first sergeant's office, and they politely asked me not to come back, uh, but they'll still mark me present, and I'll still get paid until my contract gets fulfilled, which I, it was a try one. It was a one year in the guard. Right. And at that point in my life, and I'm like, fuck, peace. And I grabbed my shit, and I left. I didn't fucking show back up for the next six months of my fucking guard. <laughs> yep. All right, boys. What did we learn today? Ah, uh, not much. Yeah, right. <laughs> fucking filler no. show is apparently what this was. Don't, don't so. pick up the high point at Shot Show, or else you're gonna get the Shot Show crud. Yeah, but we didn't learn that today because we didn't talk about it. But that is a. Uh, Am I sick? I'm not sick. You, John, you, are you sick? No, I didn't pick up a high point. We didn't pick up a high point this year. I didn't pick up a high. I point. I remember one year you got sick, and I have a picture of you holding the high point. Yes, and then the <laughs> next year I warned you. I'm like, motherfucker, don't. Pick I didn't that pick up a high point. Came back fine. However, one of my coworkers literally spiked like a 101-degree fever over the weekend, and yeah. I'm pretty sure he actually owns one. Well, well that's that why. why. So. Fuck you, High Point. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give it. us money. <laughs> Don't give us money. And stop making guns. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeet cannon. Yeet. Fuck off. So uh, here's what I've learned today. Chris Freeman is a true fucking freedom friend. Chris Freeman uh, is a straight-up freedom friend. Yeah, 100% freedom friend. Uh, the veteran community, regardless of whether or not you have a competing industry or not, still believes in the one-team-one-fight one mentality. It's they good. do. They it's do. Uh, the freedom friends in Vegas actually do a surprising job of behaving themselves when we're together as a group. <laughs> yeah. And, Nobody went to jail. Uh, <laughs> Nobody went to jail. I, went to jail. I, I, yep. I thought I was going to get a phone call. I'm not going to lie. So from who? You know what? Probably Mikey. When <laughs> when Mikey's back, we'll talk about the fact that he literally tried three separate times to get me to do shots. 
What an asshole. <laughs> Three separate times tried to get me to do shots, and I did not participate. We, we were at an open bar party, and I didn't even, like, it would just, actually, yeah. we were told that we weren't allowed to have shots by them. Yeah. By who? By the fucking by bartenders. The bar. So they at that like, open bar like, oh, party. Can I get a shot of JMO? They're like, I, no. I will. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And I will totally tell you, I had one drink at that open bar party. And it was yeah. a beer. I had one drink. So, uh, yeah, apparently the Freedom Friends uh, know when to dial it back. You should have let your pubes down for that party. I probably should have. But, like, all of my bosses were there. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really glad that I made the decision that I made. Um, so, Freedom is a Freedom Friend. The Freedom I Friends. Mean, when when Freedom no is in your last name. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. He was born to be a Freedom Friend. Yeah. Uh, the Freedom Friends know when to behave themselves. Uh, one team, one fight still holds even when you're out. And uh, the community holds together. And uh, if you can find a uh, double-barreled 240, find a twin double- 240s. Twin yeah. 240. Yes. Find a twin 240. Oh. So on that, hold on. Before I sign off, would you mind? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, fixing I, me up I'll a little bit there. Yeah. Well, it's hard fucking, to do a toast when you're empty. It's hard. No, it's fucking, really, uh, <laughs> fucking difficult. Uh, from the production team, did we learn anything today? <laughs> we we can tell you what you learned. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's us shaping the American future right there, ladies and gentlemen. You'll understand someday. Actually, big, big shout-out to our production team. Uh, uh, Justin had his last jump. No shit. In the military this last past week. jump. Yep. And so was- I'm going to uh, – Justin, grab your beer and get your ass over here. So I'm going to preface this by saying that uh, – so Justin, our producer – is that Mike live over there? No. Nope. My, oh. my, Mike's not here. Okay. Mike. So, Mike. Uh, Justin, part of our production team, is actually my little brother. And uh, because of the age gap between Justin and I, he is actually the sixth generation in our family to serve in the U.S. Army. Wow. In a row. So It's cool that he actually served as an infantryman, too. Fuck off. <laughs> it's not my fault I can think. And I was airborne. Uh, fair pro- no, fair dig. I'll fucking give you that one. <laughs> fucking fair dig. I just want to point out that my lack of wings, apparently. my lack of wings was not for a lack of trying. <laughs> like, that, for fair. fucking A. So, I'm going to modify our toast today. All right. And I'm going to say, my little brother is about 60 days out from earning his V card. And I couldn't be more proud. To be your big brother and to watch you carry on that torch of the family name. So the first toast goes to thank you, Justin, for continuing that tradition and serving this great country. Thank you all very much. So, so, so proud you're about to be a virgin again. <laughs> <laughs> again. So he did just have his uh, last jump, his last airborne operation as uh, in the U.S. Army. So it's awesome. Thank you, fellas. And now, as always, we've covered what we've learned. Easy. Yep. Not much. Not much. No. Uh, so that brings us to remind you, all of you beautiful freedom friends out there smash. in social media land, to smash. smash all the <laughs> buttons. <laughs> like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your mom. And by all means, uh, share that shit on all of those uh, wonderful channels or any other groups that you might belong and to that forget, needs a little bit of freedom injection. Don't forget to send us your uh, Sono shit stories. And send us Sono shit stories or send us more bourbon because Chris Freeman fucking knows what the fuck's yeah, going on. Yeah. So, you want to send bourbon. 
Holy yeah. hell, we can make that address happen. You send us a message, we it's will get back to you in a heartbeat. address on the website. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with all that being said, I would like to bid you to smoke on, drink on, and freedom the fuck on. Yes, sir. And this time I've decided to end with a genuine thank you to everybody in this room. Seriously, yeah. guys. Thank you for being my freedom friends. You're some of the greatest people I've ever without, had the pleasure of meeting. Without all you freedom friends. It's a good friends, thing Mikey's not here. Yeah, it's a good thing Mikey's not here because this totally wouldn't work then. But seriously. <laughs> without all you freedom friends in podcast land, we wouldn't be able to make this happen. Absolutely. But with or without this, you guys are some of the best gentlemen that I've ever met in my life. And I have to give you a genuine thank you for, one, being my friends first and being my freedom friends now. Yeah. From the bottom oh, of my heart, fuck. thank and, you guys. And we actually do like you, Mikey. Yeah, we do, Mikey. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time.